Thank you for joining us for this episode of Course Cruise and Contracts. I'm Wyatt Wallace. And I'm Jennifer Hamrick. <laughs> and we have got one of those episodes that really, well, I'm just going to let you wait for it. It's going to be good. But first, Jennifer, what are we sipping on? <laughs> We're sipping on a red. It is an Italian red. And are you ready for this country Italian Oh, I'm ready. Accent. Yes. Um, Brolo Campo Fiorin. Oh. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Well, excellent. Let's give that a try. Mm. All right, Italy. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. I'll say this was a bottle that was brought to us by Kevin Copeland from iTrip. Yes. It was on a previous episode, so we definitely had to give it a try and let everybody know about it. Seriously. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Yeah. Allison is a real estate investor, private money lender, and accountability coach. She is committed to helping people's dreams come true, whether it's through helping them learn about the power of investing in real estate as a tool to build wealth, funding their real estate projects, or encouraging them as a participant in one of her accountability groups. Her passion is to help young adults and women increase their financial IQ. And one of the ways she does that is through sponsoring monthly cash flow game nights throughout Middle Tennessee. Allison Holbrook, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate you inviting me to, to come and talk about accountability. Yeah, it's a great time of year to talk about it because 2020 is only what, a week away, it seems like. Absolutely. <laughs> Everybody but should be looking back on what we've accomplished in this last year and dreaming about what we want to accomplish in the years to come. I like that. Dreaming. Yes. And December dreaming is for together. dreaming. <laughs> December is for dreaming. Where did that, what is that? Whoa. That's just, just came right now. Okay. Just got it right now. Just right now. Wow, you're so full of wisdom. <laughs> That's true. Great Let's words. be full of wine too, yes. <laughs> oh, no, no. There's a there's the inverse uh, ratio that happens with wine and wisdom though for me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'll say it's two W's, so I'm still wisdom-wise thinking. We're going to work through that in a minute. Oh, I know. God. What should our listeners know about accountability, like super important right off the top? Um, accountability can increase your chances of realizing your goals by anywhere from 64% to 95%. Wow. Yep. We're social animals. Mm -hmm. And um, if I make a promise to myself and I don't tell anybody else about it, they don't know if I broke that promise or not. But the minute I share a goal with you, it becomes more real. And all of a sudden there is a just a natural social pressure to either report back on how I'm doing or to meet that goal or to exceed it even. Yes. So. Man, I just get nervous even hearing that I'm like I want to put a goal out there because I definitely have goals but I don't want to go sharing them around like a I'm probably bragging and b I don't know if I can even do the thing so dreaming so goals and plans are about dreaming like if you were driving to California you would never get on the road without looking at a map and navigating like well we should take this road or that road I mean today we have GPS so we don't have to look at maps but you wouldn't do that I drove here using my GPS Right. I had a plan for how I was going to get here this morning. Huh. If you have a place that you want to end up in your life, um, you have to have a plan for getting there. And then sharing it in a supportive environment. So mm-hmm. accountability sometimes to people feels punitive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't do what you said you were going to 
And that's not the kind of accountability that I do. That's not the kind of accountability that I think works with human beings. Um, there are some groups that do incentives and consequences. I know a coach who will have people who haven't met their goal or whatever they said they were going to do that week. They have to, I don't know, it was there was some weird thing they had to do like so many burpees and they had to do it on Facebook live. <laughs> and so that certainly motivates people to it, you know, incentivizes them to meet their goal. Yes. That's not what I do. What I do is I hold the space for people to come together in small groups, not large groups and not one-on-one -on -one with me, but in a small group setting. Uh, and there's a couple of reasons why I do that. I'll tell you that in a minute. And we're very focused. Twice a month we meet, and it's very structured, and we talk about what we've accomplished, what the goal we're working on, and then what are our next steps that we want to accomplish. And then when we meet again, we go back and we, we talk about what we accomplished. And it's so it's the same thing every meeting, hmm. but um, not every meeting is the same. Uh, the, the reasons why I do it in a group setting is there's, I don't know if you've ever heard of the term group synergy. Yes. So um, when two or when two minds or more come together, there's actually almost a third mind or a group consciousness that gets created. Mm. And you know, more minds with more wisdom means that there's more brilliance in there, more ideas, mm -hmm. more encouragement, more celebration. So I don't want to just rely on my own mind and meet one-on-one -on -one with people. The group synergy is amazing. This year ended up being all real estate investors mm -hmm. um, that were in our group, but I don't do a topic-based group. It's just a group of people who want to be held accountable for whatever their goals are. Could be fitness, could be eating, could be um, business-related, could be real estate-related. But this year it was all real estate investors, and two of them met. Well, they all met in our group. I knew everybody mm -hmm. in the group, but maybe a couple of people knew each other so all these people came together met each other and two people ended up doing deals together two wow. deals two flips together oh, that's great. and uh, they did really really well financially I'd love to share the number but it's <laughs> I don't want to embarrass them <laughs> they did very very well so um, it was beautiful to see that those unintended magical things that came out of us just wanting to stay focused on what our goals were for the year how did you find your passion for you know account helping people with accountability and the idea to start the group setting so my passion has always um been to help people i mean just you know if i look at some of the thing my relationships with people over the years over decades now i've always been someone that people share a lot of personal information with i considered going into counseling at one point and decided no that wasn't the the career that I wanted to be in but you know that people often would share things from with me or ask me for advice mm -hmm. so and I love to see the people that I care about be successful I mean that makes me so happy I like to be successful but I really enjoy helping others be successful as well but the real true um, driver has been once I became an entrepreneur and started working for myself, I mm -hmm. no longer had an office to yeah. go to at a certain time. I never, no longer had a boss that was telling me what to do and when to do it <laughs> and was giving me a performance review. All of a sudden, I was my own boss, and who was going to hold me accountable? Mm -hmm. And so I first started doing accountability because I wanted accountability. Okay. 
So if you want something, then you go create it, right? Right. You know, if you want to get fit, then you go into a gym or you, you know, hire a coach to help you get fit. But um, so in this case, I started this group that would help me keep my goals in front of me. Okay. I don't know if it's happened to you, but I've had lots of goals and either an emergency in my life will all of a sudden take all of my attention away from my goals mm-hmm. or I will just get so busy just mm-hmm. being busy. Yes. You know, not necessarily productive. So I, I had seen myself do that before and I can't afford to do that anymore. Right. Yeah. I'm my own boss. I need to be productive. I need to be moving forward. I need to be um, successful. Yeah. And successful people are, are accountable. They're accountable to someone. But with an accountability group, you can share these things together. I love that. And that's it. The accountability group is a safe place to mm-hmm. talk about challenges that you're having and what's working. Networth Realty of Nashville is growing wealth in Tennessee by providing people across the Nashville metropolitan area with the tools and expertise they need to succeed in the residential real estate market. Their specialists understand the ins and outs of Nashville and are experts at locating undervalued properties in the city's most desirable neighborhoods. That's Networth Realty of Nashville, 615-823-2777. There was a really great quote that, um, that you had sent us really just thinking of you know, going over ideas and what to talk about today. And I loved it. Um, and the quote goes, hypocrisy exists in the space between language and action. And that is so <laughs> true. That's a pretty, we could spend a lot of time talking about this quote. Yeah. I just get tingles think, hearing you say it. Um, it's, yeah, there's a lot there. I mean, how many times do we speak our desires and yet act in a way that's contrary to those desires. Yes. I mean, I want to eat better, and yet I pull out the bag of Doritos. <laughs> you know, I want to drink less, yet, you know. You come I, on a podcast with wine. With wine. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I want to make those sales calls every mm-hmm. morning from 8 to 10, and I spend from 8 to 9 in the shower or I sleep in or you know there's mm-hmm. there's lots of places in our lives where we hope to be at our best and we're not mm-hmm. um, and that's where accountability can really help us number one just to see that those places exist because like I said it's not punitive mm-hmm. I'm not pointing fingers mm-hmm. at someone and I want to talk about pivoting in a moment because mm-hmm. that sometimes is, is required when you set a plan or a goal um, but just recognizing that there's a difference between what we say and what we do. Mm-hmm. Our partners, like our business partners and our life partners, often will help us to see where this happens, mm-hmm. you know. Well, you said you were going to do this, or weren't we going to do this? Wasn't this the plan? Mm-hmm. But where in our work life, unless we're working for someone else, does that happen? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got something of a, of a co-worker right now, and... Um, and throughout our time together, there's been moments where I've been like, I had a cold or something like that, or, or he's not felt well. And the other person, it's hard. We're just like, it feels better working in a team together. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're alone, you're like, oh, do I really have to do those things right now? Oh, man. And we both love to do it. Like we know that it's required for the job. But by yourself, it's just, it's a... It's a struggle. It's too easy to put it off. Mm-hmm. Yes. To procrastinate, to wait. 
And then there's financial consequences for those of us whose financial well-being is based mm -hmm. on our efforts in our businesses. And, you know, you don't want to find yourself in a spot where you're either not successfully financially or maybe you're, you've landed in a place that you, you didn't even intend to be. You know, mm -hmm. you wanted to be a flipper, but you got so distracted with, um, you know, I don't know what the other thing might be that you haven't, <laughs> you haven't done any flipping. Jennifer oh, no. turned a hard left into my face oh, right no. now. <laughs> that was totally by accident. <laughs> I could have used an accountability group on that one. Hey, what? Does this make sense? Do you really want to not be a flipper for a while? No, I want to do that too. You want to do everything, huh? Yeah. 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 That would have been great. <laughs> it's okay. Sometimes you learn that the hard way and then you go back. So it is what it is. Yeah. We're all learning and it's all an adventure. We're all on this journey. Um, so, and there's lots of forgiveness. One of my mentors that I worked with for two and a half years, he used to tell me there's lots of forgiveness in the world. So yeah. um, it, it helped me to relax. So one of the things that I've done for 2020 for myself, just to give you an example of something I've been avoiding, is <laughs> I'm a great talker. Mm -hmm. I can talk your ear off. And writing is something that I avoid, really just religiously I avoid it uh, for a lot of different reasons. But this year I've signed up for a writing program, so I'm going to be pushing myself to get out of my comfort zone and to write regularly. And I'm, I will set goals that I'll be mm -hmm. held accountable to in our group around continuing to write because my business mm -hmm. relies on it. I need to be able to communicate in writing to people. Yeah, reaching those goals are, is all about stepping out of your comfort zone. That's the only way you'll meet the, the success level you want to meet. Exactly. Um, we were having a conversation before we started recording about me and you and stepping out of our comfort zone and just sniffing on a lot of lavender and stress away mm. essential oils <laughs> to cope. Maybe I should do that right now. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> because sometimes a shot of tequila is not appropriate <laughs> for work. <laughs> but it'll be 4, 4 o'clock somewhere soon. That's right. So there you go. <laughs> oh, no. Then we'll have a whole other accountability issue there. <laughs> So there's some things that I do daily to try to make sure I reach my goals. Mm -hmm. uh, and is there things that you do in between the meetings? Because it's every other week a meeting, right? It's, it's twice times. a month. Twice a month, okay. Because every other week, if you've ever done year-long scheduling, every other mm -hmm. week doesn't really work well. It won't fall on the same week because there's five-week months. Okay. So I've been doing yearly scheduling around a lot of issues. You know, being a mom, I used to schedule our year when I homeschooled. And so there was, that's all time. I have lots of experience with scheduling for a year. So I chose twice a month. So it's the mm -hmm. same week. Oh, you know, okay. It's like the first and the third week or oh. this, you know, that kind of thing. So everybody okay. can plan it in their calendar. Um, really, that's up to each individual person. Okay. So I'm not designing this for each individual. That's why people, mm -hmm. I vet my the people that I work with. Mm. So if you're coming to me expecting me to help you set your goals, helping you know you to set your minimum next steps, that's not what I offer yeah. at this point. Maybe some day down the road I would work with people on that, mm -hmm. but you have to be a person that can, I might not know your business. Mm -hmm. You know, right. I, don't, I don't know anything about mm -hmm. doing retail sales of homes. So I don't know the systems you work with. I don't know what those activities are on a day-to-day -day basis. So I'm not a good person to give you direction on that. Mm. Um, 
One idea I've had for this year to improve on the accountability experience in the group is to invite people to choose a partner in the group to talk to on the weeks that we're not meeting. Okay. That's good. So that would provide people an additional step that's there, Mm -hmm. but I find a lot of times the way the reason this is successful is because I schedule the meetings, I tell them the dates, and they just show up. Okay. Um, it's not anything. too much thought given into it. Right. Gotcha. Right. And then if they do it for a year, you know, I require a year commitment, mm-hmm. uh, which is a long commitment. Mm. We just had our celebration party last night for um, the accountability group I did this year, and it was amazing. I mean, it's amazing to have a group of people. I mean, we're a group of seven right now. And my groups range from six to eight people. I won't do more than eight. Mm-hmm. It's too many. Um, and eight people that kind of know you more intimately than just someone that you meet a networking meeting, maybe even more closely than a boss, just saying, great job, keep doing it. We see what an amazing job you're doing and how hard you're working and how much out of your comfort zone you're getting and how much you're growing. And you also talked about how... Um when you're you're vetting people that you want to work with or mm-hmm. people that you want to be in your accountability group, um, and you want someone who's what, more disciplined than you are. Well, not necessarily than me. Okay, okay, <laughs> you are quite disciplined. I my apologies on that. She leads the group. Quiet. Hey. So these I are tips to help other people. Exactly. Right. When you're looking for an accountability partner or an yeah. accountability group, so listeners out there, okay. you're looking for something yeah. like that. Yes, you need to work with someone who provides you the structure. Or if you're just working with someone one-on-one, like if you have the motivation just to come up to and say, hey, Jennifer, I need an accountability partner this year. Is that something you might be interested in? You want to do it together. Mm-hmm. Now, if Jennifer is a slacker, yeah, she's not a great accountability Super partner. Super slacker. You shouldn't <laughs> ask in that direction. <laughs> I don't think so. You're probably going to get more the other way than oh, what you want. JK, JK, JK. JK, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you, you always have to look. It's like when we want to grow we put ourselves in a room with people that are smarter than we are, right? Mm -hmm. People who, if we want to increase our financial um, stability, our wealth, we put ourselves in a room full of people that are richer than Mm -hmm. we are, right? That have more wealth. So the same goes with accountability. You want to look at someone, okay, wow, they're really, I see in them some habits that show me that they are consistent, that they're motivated. Now, you know, you might discover areas where they're not, and that's where you come in. The other thing about being a good accountability partner is not just looking for it from someone, it's, you know, being able to provide it or receive it. Mm-hmm. So I have to be willing to be held accountable by my group as well. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Right. Just because just I'm leading the group doesn't mean I don't have areas that people see um, that I could use improving on. I imagine. Wow. <laughs> She's like, they haven't said it, but I would imagine it's there. <laughs> no, they have, they have. Real estate investors looking for a quick close and no appraisals? Reach out to Mike Brady at PropertyRecycle.com. They are a large private equity firm with that personal touch. Property Recycle offers an easy online application, no appraisal requirements, and can close within five days. Ditch your slow, expensive lender and get the money you need today. Call Mike Brady at 615-806-7500. Again, that is 
7500 or visit propertyrecycle.com. You know, a lot of it is in our mindset. A lot of times we find that there are, are mindset tweaks that mm -hmm. we all need to work on, how we speak about ourselves, mm -hmm. how we speak about our projects. And those those things that we say that could use a little tweaking, we don't normally say in a day-to-day -day conversation to someone. That's why mm -hmm. it requires a more intimate, a more safe environment mm -hmm. for some of that stuff to be shared. You mentioned pivoting earlier. Pivoting. My mentor, that was a big word for him. So um, he taught me about how to experiment. Mm -hmm. So life is really an experiment, right? We're all just doing the best that we can. So we experiment with things and sometimes we find out, okay, don't go that direction. So we have to pivot and we have to head in a different direction. And sometimes that happens with our goals. Mm -hmm. You know, how many people write goals in January and then by February or March, they haven't even looked at them, yep. right? right. Um, well, better to keep looking at them and either say, okay, this isn't a focus for the moment or you know, if that emergency does arise in your life, I need to put some of these goals aside for now, or we need to change direction. Being flexible enough that you can accept mm -hmm. that some, it might not be the time for everything you've dreamed up in December. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Instead of beating yourself up, instead of being discouraged or going into a negative mindset about your ability to accomplish something, and that's where the group helps. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It can help you go, hey, Wyatt. Yeah. You know, those are great dreams, but let's not let's not plan on you accomplishing them all in twenty twenty. Like what are some things can we break some things down and we can look at taking a step towards that in twenty twenty. Maybe Why we are you should looking at me again. <laughs> like I'm like, maybe we should have had that talk because every time something <laughs> comes up it ends up happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. I I really like that. The part of uh, you know, because we'll, we'll we'll do, we'll put a, a number on a piece of paper. And then we'll be like, I have to get this, I have to get this, I have mm -hmm. to get this. And then it's not happening. I should, I should do something. I should quit. Yeah. But I'm failing. Yeah. I can't do this. Yep. And you haven't even given yourself a full year yet. That mm -hmm. is, the mind will do that to you. Absolutely. When it can get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you have all this, that's what we did. We put everything in place and then got real overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, that works for some people. So everybody, it's, it's amazing when you see a group of people come together because some people are real planners and then other people are like, okay, trial by fire, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to commit and then, but um, even if you do commit, there are some steps that get you to what you want to accomplish. When you mm -hmm. started this podcast, I'm sure you had to go, well, maybe not you because you might have had it, but you have to go and evaluate microphones. Yes. You have to evaluate software, possibly. Mm -hmm. You have to, there's all these steps that led to you mm -hmm. being able to do your first podcast. So those are the steps that will help with the overwhelm. Because as long as we're moving forward and moving towards mm -hmm. our goal, yeah. then, then we're headed in a good direction, right? Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to reevaluate that number or should I... Should I keep? Okay, that's cool. Absolutely. Right. Excellent. I mean, that's all That's all up to us. Right. One, so Wyatt's not a step follower necessarily. He's like bigger picture. Mm -hmm. So it's even good from what we found because I'm like, well, how are we going to get there? So you almost need that person to play off that can walk you through the steps. And ask you those questions. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I wouldn't know the first thing about starting a podcast, but mm -hmm. I can ask or the group can say, okay, so what are you going to do next week 
to move you towards what that goal is. Yeah. You know, I've gone to classes and, and people have taught me about having a big, hairy goal, right? Mm-hmm. Big, hairy, audacious goal, I think is what they call it. But if I just focus on that goal, I can become paralyzed by overwhelm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then if I say, you know, I want to have a net worth of $5 million, well mm-hmm. then from a real estate perspective, I would could go back and say, all right, if I'm a flipper, mm-hmm. how many flips do I have to do in order to, mm-hmm. to generate $5 million? Yes. And then if I have to do, you know, 50 flips, well, how many flips is it realistic that I might be able to do in a year? And, and I break that down. And if I have to, if I have to do, you know, 50 in a year, how many mailers do I have to send in order to generate 50 right. flips, right? Mm-hmm. So if I don't get to that number of a per week activity, then I'm always looking at, you know, I just want to have $5 million in net worth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. So you need all those steps to get you there. Yeah. I'll be like, I want $5 million. And then Jennifer here builds the, the ladder on the way there. And I'm like, all right, I can take one step at a time. Exactly. Time. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great that you guys have that. So one of the things that's wonderful about accountability groups, because you guys are a couple, mm-hmm. is that can bring stress to the relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you it was only now? a slight laugh. There wasn't that much of a, mm, I'm going to go back to drinking. <laughs> It can. Probably didn't happen here. But um, an accountability group is a place where you can get that kind of input into your life. And so that's one of the other things when you're looking for an accountability partner is be careful that your partner isn't someone who's so close to you that either they're going to be reluctant to tell you the truth or that it's going to put more stress on the relationship than the relationship needs to have. Mm -hmm. The relationship might be able to tolerate it, but... Why, if it can, if you can attain those same that same kind of help and accountability somewhere else? Ah, yeah. <laughs> then you go back to being friends and lovers and you know, <laughs> tennis partners or you know whatever it is that you guys do, wine drinkers together. <laughs> yes, yes. Tips for the for the audience. Mm-hmm. It, when you're forming a group, don't make it a social club. Oh, oh. yes, super important. Yeah. So one of the things that I did this year, and it seemed to work really well, is we opened up our meeting. Our meeting is an hour long, twice a month, but we open it up 15 minutes early, and that's chat time. Ah. Uh-huh. So yeah. if you can get there early and you can say, Hey, Wyatt, how's you know how's it been for you this month? How are you doing? That kind of thing. <clears throat> And that way, once the, we try to start on time and end on time, because this is a business meeting, mm-hmm. it's not a networking meeting, it's not a social mm-hmm. experience, and then we have a very clear process. We spend time talking about what we accomplished since we met last, mm-hmm. and it, you know, there's minutes, it's down to the minute, mm-hmm. it's timed, and we have to take turns. And then someone is in the hot seat each meeting. Oh. And that person, we do a deeper dive into how they're doing. Um, if they're not meeting any challenges that they want to share with the group to get input on, then they can just talk about what their plan is and how that plan's going. And then we have to lay out what are the minimum next steps. So Brandon Turner calls those the MINS, minimum next steps, mm-hmm. or what you want to accomplish until we meet again. You know, for somebody to look at you and say, Jennifer, I see how hard you're working and I just want to tell you that I see it and I'm amazed and keep up the good work. Like those words can be so beautiful yeah. to hear. Yeah. So that is precious. 
It's uh-huh. just you meeting your goals. That's what we're going to celebrate. And I hold the space for you to come and tell us about doing that. Hmm. I don't make any promises. It's all on you. Other, the only promise I make is I'm going to be there and I'm going to be your cheerleader. We're going to cheer each other on and please be my cheerleader. And please help me to see when I might be a little off track or when I'm not believing in myself enough um, or when I have a mindset change that I have to... Like if I had talked about my accountability group about coming on this podcast Mm -hmm. um, and just shared how terrified I was and I mean... (laughs) They would have just kicked me in the butt and said, go do it. (laughs) Go do it. Just go do it. And you've done it. it, Getting out of our comfort zones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I hope it's been of some value to people. Yes. I just want to encourage people that if you're feeling discouraged or alone about your inability to move forward in your goals, to consider, you know, coming and being a part of my group or hiring a coach yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Michael Hyatt, who wrote um, Your Best Year Ever, and he's from Brentwood, Tennessee, and he offers a lot of trainings. He has workshops and such on, on goal setting. He talks about, you know, there were areas of his life, and he was like, I just wasn't making progress and getting fit the way I wanted to, so I went and hired a fitness coach, you know? So it's okay to just recognize that maybe you need to hire somebody to help you get organized. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I hope this has helped you to consider how you get accountability in your lives and to make you feel okay if you're still struggling and to know that there's another alternative out there now that's pretty pretty simple. I try to make it easy. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Allison. You're welcome. You're welcome. Cheers. 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 Yay, here's to 2020 and all yes. that we're gonna accomplish. of Corkscrews and Contracts. Podcast copyright 2019.